there is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. We can roll the image, make it flutter. We can change the focus to a soft blur or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your television set. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. This is Sir Saturday. And- <laughs> I had a misfire. I had a Sir Saturday misfire. Whoops. Ugh. Oh. Gotta lay off the weed. It's abs and a six-pack. you're a professional, Chris. I know. that the wrong abs and a six-pack clip. I guess I can play this one out. Let's do it. This is Sir Saturday, and you're listening to the abs and the six-pack podcast. You love it. You want it for Christmas. <laughs> I was looking for the Fletcher drop, but yeah, that's close enough. Um, well, we're joined by Phone Boy today. Uh, my Noah and Caleb are not here today. Uh, Noah's got his kids, and Caleb's at work. You know? I always lose co-hosts. Co-host. They always uh, vanish. Yeah, story of my life. But how you doing, Phone Boy? <laughs> pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm. Uh, I, if you can tell by the intro, I've been diving back into the outer limits watching that show i brought a bunch of yeah, clips that from is, that. that's a righteous show i mean i gotta say it's um i haven't seen that show in a long time and they did they so i think it originally came out what in the 60s or something or like and then and then they did a version in the 80s or 90s or something which was you know which was also kind of okay but yeah um yeah it's the uh i've been rewatching know, the, the 90s one the, yeah i yeah was, i always uh you know of course i was a twilight zone person uh but that's Big time. you know yeah, Twilight Zone was definitely the better of the shows, but um, yeah, especially the classic Twilight Zones. Uh, they brought back Twilight Zone in the '80s, and then they brought back Outer Limits in the '90s. And the the original show only had two seasons of the Outer Limits, but the, I think there were seven seasons for the uh, the ni- the '90s one. It went into the early 2000s. So I'm, uh, yeah, the, yeah, that, that it, it lasted better. The, yeah, I think that with the yeah the. Yeah, of course, when you try to do the Twilight Zone after Rod Serling passes away, um, yeah, you really, you know, it, it does, it's not quite the same, right? So Yeah, well, the Rod movie Sterling was okay. It had show. Dan Aykroyd, and uh, they remade some classic episodes in that movie. I can't remember when oh, yeah. that came out. Yeah, oh, the, oh, the movie. I actually remember seeing the, the Twilight Zone movie back in 82, 83, something like that. I'm sure the, the, the trolls can fact check me, but... Uh, but I do remember seeing that movie, and, and yeah, that was a yeah. I think you know, like I, I'm trying to remember they because they did the, um, you know, this they did the famous one with, um, you know, it was, it was William Shatner in the in the in the original where they you know there's something the, on you know, the wing the of the plane on the airplane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that the, scared the, the shit the out of me when Lithgow I was version little. of that was actually really good. You know, I mean, that was they, that one was a fantastic. Um, yeah, the, the, the version of that one was. Yeah, I mean, John Lithgow is a better actor too. They the remade the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. There's that's uh, 
Uh, I don't have my uh, Shatner drop handy. But yeah, no, they, um, there was, <laughs> uh, the, I wish you into the cornfield, that one where he like, I wish I turned him into a Jack in the box where they're all scared of that little kid. Uh, I think the kid was Will Robinson from Lost in Space in the original Twilight Zone. That like he, anything he wanted to have happen would happen. And so everybody's scared of him. They remade that one in the movie, which was pretty good yeah. too. Um, yeah, that's, I, 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 yeah, I don't, re- I don't remember who the original child was for that one. And I'm, I'm trying to remember if I've even seen that one, but, uh, the, the original, but of course I saw it in the movie, but that one, yeah, that one was, uh, um, yeah, I think that was slightly better. I think with the, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I remember the, yeah, the movie version much more fondly, I think just because, uh, yeah, they had the, t- you know, they, they, there was a, uh, yeah, the whole TV thing was kind of an interesting take on the, the whole story too. Yeah. Yeah, he wishes that lady into a cartoon or something. Uh, and then Johnny Bravo did a send-up of that episode as well, where uh, Johnny Bravo gets wished into the cornfield over and over by this kid, and he can't figure out what's going on. Hey, everybody, do the monkey with me. Oh. <laughs> um, there's, oh, I did find my Shatner drop. I guess I only have one. Weather as a weapon? It's from an episode of some History Channel show where William Shatner's Investigating whether or not the St. Louis Arch is a weather modification weapon. Um. Yeah. That, that doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weather modification. Yeah. That, that's only been that's only been a conspiracy fact for a while, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I know Harp can do it, but the the St. Louis Arch was a bit of a stretch for me because yeah. But uh. Yeah. It's it is it's one of those. Well, it's funny because. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd yeah, I guess we're already leading off into science fiction and conspiracy theories, but um, yeah, I mean, Harp definitely. It's funny because I think I remember like in the early days of No Agenda, they would you know Adam would make jokes about the Harper Rain. I think it, it came back fairly recently as a as a as a joke, and yeah, I don't know. I think somebody's playing with the weather around here too, just because it, it like yesterday it was so so um, so went to a band concert yesterday, which is its own form of dystopia given all the restrictions and everything. Um, but um, right. So so my daughter was all dressed up to because she's playing in the band concert and and just right after she left it went it went from just being kind of you know it's just kind of like overcast or whatever to pouring down rain with hail and everything and of course my wife runs after her just to make sure that uh she actually got in without completely destroying her outfit before you know um because that would have been uh, disastrous right um Anyway, it's uh, so that would, but she managed to get in before the, the, the heavens opened up and, and, and poured on everything. But uh, yeah, but then like, I don't know, 20 minutes later, it all stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's some weird shit going on with the weather. I, yeah, I don't, um, it, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy too, because they're saying, oh, look, climate change is causing all these crazy weather events, but they can make the crazy weather events with stuff like harp and all these, you know, microwave arrays that they have located around the globe uh yeah pretty crazy it's going down ladies and gentlemen whoa i have a clip of one from the original outer limits left over from our uh, blue beam episode that i did with booberry um have you seen that episode the architects of fear oh it's been so long since i've seen anything that i don't remember but was it rachel maddow turned me on to this episode Oh, oh Rachel, you mean that one? <laughs> that yeah, person? Yeah, yeah. She uh, she was talking about how uh, an alien invasion can, back when Obama was president, a fake alien invasion could help save the economy. And she brings up Watchmen, the graphic novel, and The Outer Limits, which did it before Watchmen came out. This is uh, the opening clip of that Outer Limits episode. Gentlemen, 
Monday's near miss was the fourth such incident since the thermonuclear age began. So long as the nations of this earth are armed against each other, we're bound to have more such accidents. And eventually, soon, one must prove fatal. These nations must unite. We, we must make them unite. And gentlemen, we can make them unite. Now, I don't care what reading of history you take, the pattern is always the same. Whenever a bacteria invasion strikes, or a fire rages, or a wild beast roams the streets, then and only then do men stop fighting each other and work together to save themselves. A common enemy, a common fear, that is the only answer. If all the men of the Earth are threatened by an enemy from a hostile planet, Well, gentlemen, we are going to create that enemy. Suppose something goes wrong. The leading biologists and medical men of the world will be examining our enemy from outer space. And they will be fooled. Our studies, our surgical procedures, our entire plan is perfected. Pretty wild. Because that seems like it's coming <laughs> Yeah, up. I'd say so. <laughs> That's right around the corner. Um... And I, I don't know, I, the reason I pulled these, and the rest of them are from the 90s, these Outer Limits clips, but they, it seems like they were super dialed in. Like, this is from, uh, I believe, season one of the 90s show, uh, the 90s version of the Outer Limits. There is nothing wrong with your television. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are now controlling the transmission. We control the horizontal and the vertical. We can deluge you with a thousand channels or expand one single image to crystal clarity and beyond. We can shape your vision to anything our imagination can conceive. For the next hour, we will control all that you see and hear. The opening line, right after the opening credits, the opening line of this episode, it's like oh. you are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the deepest inner mind to the outer limits. It is said that civilization began when man first became capable of changing his environment. What will happen when man has the ability to change himself? When no human need be cursed by heredity, will it be the beginning of a glorious new kind of civilization or the end of everything we know? As you can see in our presentation, previous attempts with tear gas have not been successful for riot control. As most of you know, for the past two years, Metadyne Pharmaceuticals has been developing a clandestine urban control agent for military and civilian law enforcement agencies. I firmly believe in the value of creating a humane urban enforcement weapon. And I still believe the Dayton C viral agent, which carries altered messenger RNA into targeted host cells, is the way to go. But right now, there's a performance shortfall. Unfortunately, while initially effective, the Dayton C viral agent still kills 80% of its animal tests. <laughs> I was like, I had to rewind that when I watched I was like, what the fuck? Uh, making people coincidence i think not yeah making yes. people docile with mrna injections hmm 
Yeah, hmm. the, you know, yeah. God, you know, the, when when did when did our science fiction start becoming science fact? Right. What the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> And and the, and and it's like they're you know they've been telling us for decades that this is the way it's going to play out and it's played out that way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 amazing. I can't. Yeah, I highly rec- some of it's real goofy and especially some of the special effects because I mean it's the '90s, but I think it goes like above and beyond X Files as far as how dialed in the writers were on the on that 90s outer limits show it's kind of like amazing some of the stuff i've been catching in, in episodes like here's uh yeah i think this one's season two this one's pretty good the daily advances in biotechnology are almost overwhelming but what does it really mean for our lives and where will it ultimately lead us Good evening, I'm Donald Rivers, and what you're going to see tonight will shock you, maybe even terrify you. You might be tempted to turn away or change the channel, hoping or praying that none of this is true. What am I supposed to do? It will be my job, my responsibility, to make you listen, to make you believe. How many times have our own elected officials deceived us, used us? Alabama, 1932. The U.S. government denies penicillin to black men infected with syphilis so that researchers can observe the disease run its course. The Tuskegee experiment continues for the next 40 years as scientists watch their subjects' bones, hearts, and nerve tissue slowly disintegrate and do nothing to stop it. 1946, as part of the Manhattan Project, the government secretly injects 12 patients in Rochester, New York, with uranium and plutonium to test the effects of radiation exposure on human beings. Fifty years later, the Department of Energy releases files detailing similar experiments on nearly 20,000 other people, including prisoners, mentally disabled children, and pregnant women. 1953, the CIA initiates MKUltra, a series of experiments in advanced mind control techniques, including electroshock therapy and psychoactive drugs on a wide variety of often unsuspecting subjects. The project is spread out across a vast network of governmental and private institutions and continues in secret for nearly 20 years. Time and again, our government has openly confirmed our worst, most paranoid fears. And if that's what they're willing to admit, and what have they chosen to conceal? Tonight, the whole truth will expose a secret government program dispersed through numerous public agencies and private corporations, all with the same goal, to slowly and invisibly manipulate the course of human genetic development and, by extension, the future of every man, woman, and child in this country. Since the people responsible will do everything in their considerable power to suppress this information, we are broadcasting tonight's show live. Everyone here has volunteered to be here, and I'd like to thank both my colleagues and the network for their courage in letting me go on the air with this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your courage. Yeah, thank I was going to say, th- th- was... <laughs> yeah, well, that, was, that came up before No Agenda was even on, so we can't even say that that was a, that was a writer dropping in a dropping in a no agenda meme that's that's right. that's awesome well yeah and it, it's like they were trying to warn us 
Well, I, I'm sure they were, you know, this is, it, it's funny, you know, and it, it's because, yeah, you said this is from the nineties, right? And so, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's none of this is new, right? It's like all of these, you know, quote unquote conspiracy theories that, that people say are conspiracy theories. They've been talked about for a long time and all this stuff that they were, you know, that they were going on about, you know, that, that that's all stuff that's come out, right? It's so none of that, that, you know, that whole news report. I mean, you could, you could, it's funny. You could probably actually play that on a show like no agenda and, or, you know, or submit that as a clip and say, you know, is, and, and actually you can almost, they could almost do it as a segment and say, yeah, this is this sound, you know, this is, this is some news report actually admitting what, you know, what, what would happen. Oh yeah. It's a, it's actually from a, you know, it's from a TV show in the nineties. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, but they dropped in like, real truth bombs there, like the Tuskegee and the the Manhattan Project injections. And... Oh yeah, it's, this is it's stuff that it's yeah. There, I mean, so there are people that are plugged in trying to warn us, right? That that, that, that this shit's going on, and yet people are blissfully unaware that you know that or you know oh we trust the government oh trust you know trust uh, Herr Fauci you know oh trust the science right that, that says that you know this this uh, you know this the, they call it a vaccine it must be safe right well. You know, I don't know. Uh, it's a whole different discussion, I guess. But, right. Uh, Wait. Yeah. We are the first. It's not about the credit. It's about I'm spitting this information out at you fast because there's a lot of it. And it's life-saving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it, and, and it, what it's, I mean, it's, of course, it's even funnier now that like, you know, some of the stuff that you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think about just like, uh, you, you know, they were, you know, they were talking about, oh, you know, chi- you know, that like that, like the like the the, the coronavirus, uh, the, you know, the COVID-19 came from a from a lab. And when Trump said it, it was, you know, it was that, that, was, that was racist or whatever. And now, you know, like a year later, like they're, it's coming around like, yeah, maybe it did come from a lab. And, you know, it's, and it's OK to say that now because uh, because we like the current president for whatever reason. You know, uh, like, let's be nice. So not to, not to get too political, but that is it's like, hmm, yeah, it seems well. like that the messenger has something to do with them. You know, it's like the message should kind of go beyond the messenger. Right. It's like <laughs> don't you know, don't shoot the messenger RNA. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, do, yeah. Don't shoot that <laughs> in your system. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, at least when I took the the vaccine, and yes, I did, and I, I have my reasons for doing it, but it, but I, I, but I took kidding. the, you know, I took the, I took the J and J one, right? Because right. I, that, you if know, I had I did to the, take I, it, that's what I'd go with. Yeah, because it's first of all that at least that has got some, you know, the the, the technology behind it has at least been used in previous vaccines and so it's mm-hmm. kind of, so it seems safer to me now is it still experimental yeah of course i understand it's experimental but i also have things that you know there are i'm probably going to need it to to do some international travel and so and i wanted to make sure that i could still get that one before pfizer decided to take it out because <laughs> you know because that's what they do right so the minute it came back uh, you know the minute that it was unpaused i'm like okay let me go see if i can find a place to, to take this before they take it out again um because of course they're you know they're trying so it's you know it's it's the you know, the, this is uh, Boeing versus Airbus all over again, right? It's the same kind of thing. It's you know, it's like yeah. the big, the big pharma uh, attacking each other. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me let me try and get this one and and call it good, and we'll see what happens. And um, and I also happen to know my son took the, the Johnson and Johnson one, and I, I I knew what his reaction to it was, and I'm like, well, okay, I can if that's what's probably going to happen, I can live, I, I can probably live with that. So um, right. So I so I had the yeah I had the benefit of watching <laughs> for the rest of my family take the the different the different shots and kind of going mm, I'm gonna take that one. Yeah, I saw a meme last night. It was uh, says raise your hand if you got the mRNA vaccine, and it's a person with a little baby arm sticking out of their head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my joke to the family. I said so. Yeah, just uh, yeah, let me know if you grow a third arm or something. Right. Yeah, which yeah. could be handy. Um, 
But you know. yeah, a third arm would be awesome. Although it might be kind of hard to run around or whatever. But it depends. It depends on what you're doing. It depends on where the third arm grew, I guess, as to how how useful it would be. <laughs> yeah. Hey yo, there's a there's a wiener joke in there somewhere. Yeah, well, of course there is. Yeah, it's uh, there's know. always a wiener I, joke. I think I, I, I think all men would wouldn't mind having a you know a, a larger third a third hand. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. I got. Uh, I have a, a long series of clips from a uh, climate change outer limits episode. Um, oh yeah, that okay, okay, yeah. So, and that's 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 oh yeah. And I think it's it's funny that they all talk about like you know this is my my general theory on climate change. They can't fucking predict the weather. Like if you can predict the you know if when you can start getting the weather accurate then we can start talking about your ability to predict the climate in a hundred years, right? Like you can't tell me it's going to rain tomorrow or in five yesterday, minutes. No shit. Know. Yesterday, uh, it was uh, supposed to be thunderstorming. They said right now, and it's sunny outside. I'm looking out the window, but it was supposed to be thunderstorming here. It was according to yeah, what they exactly. said yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So it's, so yeah. So I kind of laugh at the whole climate, the climate change. It's not to saying that we shouldn't decrease our, you know, impact on the climate. I'm not, so I, I say that on one hand, on the other hand, I'm saying, yeah, we could potentially like not pollute the environment and, you know, use things much more, um, you know, re responsibly. Right. I mean, I think it's, you know, so it's, you know, not, you know, re the, the, we forgot about the reduce and reuse part of, uh, you know, the, of the whole recycling you know, mantra from the seventies and eighties is, is that is, yeah, you, you should, you should reuse things as much as possible and you should reduce the amount of stuff you use. That, that makes, that makes nothing but sense. It's a, you know, nothing matters more than saving the planet from Republicans. <laughs> yeah, I sent all those on Earth Day. I, I sent all those uh, South Park climate change clips from 20 years ago to Adam. He, I'm glad he got some use out of them. Yeah, that's I, true. I might send. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At first, nobody knew what caused the dam to break, but now shocking new evidence has indicated that the flood in Beaverton was caused by global warming. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't oh, listen. Geez. We didn't listen. <laughs> well, oh my goodness! This is all the, the, the new science. The latest science shows that <laughs> that global warming will strike the day the day before the day after tomorrow. Oh my God! That's today. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! You know it's yeah. true. Republicans are ruining the earth. Republicans are ruining the earth. I got uh, so this. I might actually send these in to Adam for tomorrow's show. I don't know. If, I gotta chop them further down. But this is uh, the f f uh, very opening of another Outer Limits episode. Senator, I thought that uh, can I ask this? What turned it around? I think this just goes to prove that there's no substitute for hard work. It's time that we cleaned up the air in this country, and this fuel additive, BE85, is a great place to serve. Senator Adams. Do you have the muscle to get this bill out of subcommittee and onto the floor? Oh, absolutely. I promise you, we're going to have a vote by the end of the week. No arm twisting necessary. What about the oil lobby? They're committed to defeating this bill. Well, big oil is concerned with profits, not people. And I'm not going to let any special interest stand in the way of this bill. <laughs> so right, right after, this is a U.S. senator right talking in that clip. And right after he gives this, you know, press conference or whatever about putting this fuel additive in that's going to reduce emissions and all this stuff. He gets into a car crash, uh, and this is when he's in the hospital after getting a head injury right. in the car crash. Is he strange? Uh, 
I'm gonna have to order new MRIs. Why? Somebody's obviously made a mistake. What kind of mistake? Why don't we finish up here and get you back upstairs? Tell me what's wrong with my x-rays, doctor. According to these pictures, your brain seems to have four lobes instead of two. And you have organs in your body that I don't recognize. <laughs> Lizard you, people! Yeah, yep, yep, where's my bell? Yeah. So, do you want to make a prediction about what, <laughs> what this episode's about? Well, yeah, the fact that there's lizard people running the country, what else is new? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it literally that's literally what it is. They're, they're uh, some kind of reptoid um, race. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep going with these clips. This is, uh, he's still in the hospital in this clip. Secret Service comes in to rush him out of there. We're getting out of here. Well, they haven't finished with me. Yes, they have. Come on, Senator. We hey, don't have hey, much time. I can dress myself, damn it. You want to tell me what's going on here? Don't you realize how dangerous it is letting them run all these tests? You want medical attention? You come to us. What are you talking about, Peter? Do you know who we are? Yeah, of course I know who you are. You're a security detail. Great. You've got a syndrome case. Senator Adams, you shouldn't be standing. What are you doing with those patients' x-rays? What is going on? We're taking the senator for security purposes. Well, I'd strongly advise against that. He has a severe concussion and should be checked for internal bleeding. Thank you for your help, Dr. McKenna. The Senator Adams has his own medical staff. Well, I'm sure they'd agree with me. Who are you? Agent Tennyson, ma'am. This agent will debrief you. So <laughs> they... They uh, take him back to this interrogation room, the senator, and they um, inject him with this yellow liquid. And they keep asking him, like, do you remember your mission, senator? Do you remember your mission? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, so they're like, OK, he doesn't remember. We have to kill him because he's a security risk. So they try to kill. They drive him out to this place and to shoot him and bury him. And he escapes and uh, tries to get back to his house. <laughs> But they're there waiting at his house, and he sees them before they see him. So he, then he doubles back and goes to his mom's house to check in with her. My God, honey, are you okay? Let's just go inside, Mother. I don't understand what's going on. I feel like I'm part of some long nightmare that just won't end. But who were these people? I don't know. I don't know. I think that they were part of the federal government. I don't know who I can trust I just need some time to sort things out. Well, of course. You will stay here as long as you want. I'll make you something to eat. So his mom goes into the other room and picks up the phone. <laughs> Why don't you go wash up now? Because of course, mom's in on the on it. Or, yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's here. All right, <laughs> His mom calls him and 
tells him, yeah, his, his mom is in on it, which I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it, it, the, the, yeah. The, then the question is, is you know, is is she is she really his mother? <laughs> and, yeah, and, and are we uh, really talking about a he or a she? Which is which you know gets into a whole different discussion, I guess. But right. Well, yeah. uh, and then, <laughs> well. Yeah, it, this this is where the episode it becomes clear that this episode is a documentary and not a science fiction thing, kind of like they live with the well, like, exactly, John yeah, which, which, yeah, which, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, this clip is where you just start to realize, like, oh, this is actually just yeah, factual. Look at all these clippings about endorsement. The the doctor that uh, he ends up getting, that doctor that was had him looking over after him in the hospital before the Secret Service scooped him out of there. He contacts right. her and they get they go into this. Uh, uh, lab because he they, he still has his security clearance or whatever. Uh, right. Where they're talking about the um, that fuel additive that's going to save the planet. Look at all these clippings about endorsements for BE eighty five. Looks like every name in Washington. That's the kind of technology the politicians love. Very little downside. Oh my god. What? This is a chemical breakdown for BE eighty five. It's based on the same molecular compound as your supplement. You mean a fuel additive has been keeping me alive? A methane-based fuel additive. What's this? Maybe some kind of environmental impact stuff. Looks like you can advance the timeline. I don't understand. All the studies said that... It would burn clean, improve the air. Apparently it takes time for the emissions to catalyze in our atmosphere. They don't turn poisonous until years later. Methane is becoming the dominant element in our air. My God, it'll be unbreathable here in 30 years. And in 60, everything on this planet will be dead. Maybe not everything. It might be what people like me need to survive. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah it's yeah we're, we're all gonna die i wish i had the all we're all gonna die on my uh, on my soundboard but uh, but it goes back but to the yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy of like going back to what we were talking about with weather modification because yeah like like the bill gates plan to spray stratospheric aerosol injections chemtrails to block out the sun and keep it from getting too hot it's like they're they're destroying the environment in or in, in the name in the under the guise of protecting it yeah for who might be the better question, right? Or for what? Because yeah, for the lizard uh, people, yeah, for the lizard people, exactly, right? Or yeah, you know, whoever whoever they are. So yeah, when they talk about you know they talk about environmental modification or you know cleaning up the environment, it's yeah, it's not for it's not for human benefit. Clearly, <laughs> it's for for it's for somebody else. So. Um, yeah. And you know, and there, you know, there's then there's that whole con the, the whole uh, cl cl you know thing from uh, George Carlin. You know, the Earth will be fine. We won't be, but yeah. uh, you know. Uh, right. You know, yeah. Wish I had. I wish I had that one on on a, on a drop, and maybe I will at some point because that's a um, that's a good one. But it's a yeah. But I, so saving the Earth. Yeah, we're not saving the Earth. The Earth isn't unless we you know unless we're going to take a thermo you know several thermonuclear devices and explode them all simultaneously at the same time. The Earth is not going anywhere. Now we may die. Or we may kill everything else on the planet, or at least anything that's sentient. But uh, you know, the Earth is going to continue to 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 spin around the the you know the Earth until or the or the Sun until the uh, uh, you know the, in, until the Sun explodes, you know, a billion years later or whatever, and then everything dies. 
Yeah. And it's actually, I think I might have found the uh, clip you're talking about. This is doing great. Been here four and a half. This is doing great. Been here. What the fuck? Fix it in post. The planet is doing great. Been here four and a half billion years. Did you ever think about the arithmetic? Planet has been here four and a half billion years. We've been here, what, a hundred thousand? Is he getting booed? Something like that, yeah. Whoa. Billion years. Did you ever think about the arithmetic? Planet has been here four and a half billion years. Yeah. We've been here, what, 100,000? Maybe 200,000? And we've only been engaged in heavy industry for a little over 200 years. 200 years versus four and a half billion. And we have the conceit to think that somehow we're a threat? That somehow we're going to put in jeopardy this beautiful little blue-green ball that's just a-floating around the sun? The planet has been through a lot worse than us. Been through all kinds of things worse than us. Been through earthquakes, volcanoes, plate tectonics, continental drift, solar flares, sunspots, magnetic storms, the magnetic reversal of the poles, hundreds of thousands of years of bombardment by comets and asteroids and meteors, worldwide floods, tidal waves, worldwide fires, erosion, cosmic rays, recurring ice ages, and we think some plastic bags and some aluminum cans are going to make a difference? <laughs> yeah. That, that reminds me of uh, that reminds me of the Randall Carlson clip where he's talking about... You know, the climate has constantly oscillated back and forth. And when we look at the Holocene, going back 10,000 years, and then we take that comparatively and we go back 250 to 400,000 years, we can now begin to reconstruct these intervals of... Glacial periods, interglacial. And here's the thing that should be sobering to to everybody on the planet today as we think about climate change and all of this, because obviously it's constantly in the news and all. The longest interglacial period now on record for at least the last quarter million years, the longest one, the longest unbroken period of interglacial warmth is the Holocene, the one we're in now. (laughs) We've already exceeded by several millennia the longest previous period of interglacial warmth. I don't hear him talking about that. I don't hear Al Gore talking about that. I don't hear anybody talking about that in mainstream media, but it's hard scientific fact. Yeah, and he goes on to say, Randall goes on to say that our fossil fuel burning is likely what's staving off this ice age we're overdue for and is for sure the reason that a lot of the desert areas are becoming populated with uh, plant growth and vegetation. Yeah, it could be. And, you know, because they were talking about, so, you know, in the 70s, they were, you know, you can find the clip of this, I'm sure. This is, a, you know, I forget what the series was, but I know that Leonard Nimoy was the was the voiceover on it. But they were talking about, you know, essentially the coming ice age, right? Global cooling was the, you know, was the panic <laughs> in the 70s, right? And, yeah. Yeah. So it, now wouldn't yeah, wouldn't it be ironic if yeah we're we're basically staving off global cooling because we are uh, yeah because we're burning fossil fuels. I mean that would be just you know that would blow everybody's mind, right? And, and I think that's the yeah that pe- people think the science is settled. It's not settled. We we don't we don't even know what the fuck we're doing most of the time. It's, science. It's, there's yeah exactly science. I wish I, I wish I had that on my board too. But um, but so, yeah it, it, we just don't under we I, I think there are so many. 
so many things that we just don't know as humans, right? We don't understand all the relationships of everything. And, you know, the difference between magic and science, quote unquote, is just understanding and having an explanation of things. And there's, you know, I think everything that we experience in life has an explanation. We may not understand what it is, um, but there is an, there's an explanation for it. But I think there's, but everything is so interrelated and so and complicated that I think it's, you know, that I, I don't think any one human can figure it out. And, you know, maybe a group of us can figure it out, maybe, but but uh, yeah, I think, and I think it's a, uh, yeah, I don't think we're uh, in it. Yeah. I think we could, we could very well be staving our, staving off a, you know, a, I don't know, global cooling because yeah, we're burning fossil fuels and, and, you know, and then we talk about, okay, well, you know, I think what is the current thing is, yeah, we should have electric cars. Well, where do the batteries come from? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Aren't they, aren't, aren't the minerals for those mined by brown children in sandy places? Um, yeah. Nobody talks about that. And then, you know, you might get the, oh, well, we'll, we'll we will eventually get to that to the point where you know that that that, that won't be a problem I'm like well okay when is that exactly because we're you know you're so you're making these uh you're assuming that we're gonna that we're that we're gonna solve a problem that we haven't solved yet by the way right it's one of the few pieces of you know we've made all this progress in technology batteries are one of the few things we haven't really made a whole lot of progress in. the batteries are still fundamentally the same thing they were you know 20 30 years ago and and uh you know, they're, and they're dangerous, right? That's the thing. The bigger the battery, the, you know, the more dangerous it is. I mean, even a small battery, you know, I got a, I've had cell phones for years and, and they're in there and the batteries and some of those things swell up after a while. And, you know, and that, and that's just, and yeah. And you don't want those things to explode because that's, you know, that's, they're full of dangerous chemicals, right? And so, plus plus you know, electric cars are powered car. by coal plants. It actually takes more carbon emissions usually to power the fueling, the recharging stations for electric cars. Like well, like, well, exactly. Now, unless you're now, okay. So in some place like the Pacific Northwest, where we've got cheap, you know, cheap hydroelectric, right? And so it's maybe less of a concern, but it, you know, it's, it's like, okay, well, the wind doesn't blow all the time. The sun doesn't shine all the time. Um, and yeah, you've got to, and you have to, you know, you have to account for the cycles of, you know, the fact that, it, that it's not always blowing and, and, and you, yeah, you start when you can, but what are you going to store them in? You store them in the batteries. Okay. Well, yeah, that's not, you know, the, it, how, what's, you know, nobody's doing the full environmental impact to understand, okay, is this really a better approach, right? Yeah. I'm all for clean air. Don't get me wrong. And I'm all for being more efficient, but nobody talks about efficiency necessarily. They talk about, oh, it's Pressure cleaner for the environment. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, you know, I, yeah, I like fresh air. Yeah, well, that I do have on my board. And I, that's, you know, I, I've, that I one like I've got. I like fresh air, motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. And yeah. you're dumb. You touched on a lot there. Uh, I did find the Leonard Nimoy clip, but first got to play the obligatory uh, high, um, electric car clip. Hey there, Richard. Oh, hey, Gerald. New car? Yeah, it's a hybrid. I just, I just couldn't sit back and be a part of destroying the earth anymore. Well... Good for you. Oh, thanks. You know, the emissions from a vehicle like yours causes irreparable damage to the ozone. I drive a hybrid. It's much better for the environment. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, is that a hybrid? <laughs> oh, yes, you've got one too, I see. Yeah, I like to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. Well, anyway, good for you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Everybody, everybody who drives hybrids just loves the smell of their own you parts. You your hybrid out front. That's a V-series, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, nice car, but we're going to have to get you into the BT-series. Its emissions are actually cleaner. Wow, so everyone here drives a hybrid, huh? Oh, of course. We're a little more progressive and ahead of the curve here in San Francisco. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, I'm sure you'll <laughs> yeah. find it much better here. Yes, you'll find that San Francisco is pretty much more open-minded and grown up than the Midwest. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. We're just a little bit more protective of our environment here in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Now. Okay. Here's the funny thing, though. So, so, um, you know, and, I, and this this gets into you know it gets into diet, I guess. But uh, you know, so. Um, I don't know. There, uh, so if for certain, if if you eat mostly vegetables, right, and actually you you know you get pretty gassy. It, it turns out, and so that's that's kind. Of, it's I, I don't know that they were intentionally making a joke about that, but that to me, it's like there's there seems to be a high correlation between people saying, "Hey, I like you know that you know being all snooty about hybrids or electric cars and being you know <laughs> yeah. that, you know being being vegans or something, right?" And I'm I'm sure I'm making some assumptions in there, but I just I don't think that they I don't know if they were intentionally making that joke. But that was something I kind of <laughs> I kind of caught in those clips. It's like, yeah, there's probably a correlation. There is probably a correlation. It's just it's just kind of funny. But um, now I actually have so, it's, it, so you know, and I look at it the you know I look at the hybrid thing is like, yeah, okay, I've actually got two hybrid cars now, so it's not a um, you know I don't think there's anything wrong with them necessarily. But I'm not going to get an electric car anytime soon, just just because. Yeah, I'd like to be able to, you know, I'd like to be able to go drive in my car somewhere and, and not have to worry about um, plugging it in and waiting for the thing to charge, right? It's like nobody talks about that either. It's like, you know, if you actually like to drive your car for any length of time, an electric car is not going to work because you can only drive it, what, you know, 200 miles or whatever before you got to go sit and charge it for however long it takes to charge. Like, right. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, no, that doesn't work, right? And, you know, I can, I can, get, whereas I can get in my Prius, right? And go and I can drive it like any other car and you know don't have to worry about you know there's you know gas stations are everywhere yeah it gets better gas mileage oh by the way let's you know actually there, there's another um funny thing about if, if we actually cared about fuel efficiency um so it turns out that there are much more fuel efficient cars in other countries because they have different regulations than we do right so you it is you know that things are diesel or whatever right that, that they can get better gas mileage um and so the same car manufacturers that that they sell cars here right offer cars in other countries where first of all gas is way more expensive and second of all they they have higher they have uh, emission requirements or you know f or fuel efficiency requirements that are that far exceed what the american government uh, you know requires and so what you end up with is, yeah, they they, uh, um, they have much more fuel efficient cars. It turns out that you can't buy those same cars in the United States, right? So if I want to go buy a much more fuel efficient version of X, whatever, you know, whatever the car is, uh, yeah, I'd have to probably import it from another country, assuming that I could even do that, right? It's, that, that might be a whole other thing. Um, so, and it really comes down to the fact that a lot of the, there's, so the, the, the re, part of the reason for that, and, and this, this came up recently when we started talking about, um, you know, they're like, for example, Washington state is wanting to go, um, they're wanting to have uh you know zero emission cars by 2030 or you know there is you know being, <laughs> being required or whatever which is i won't get into that but but the the reason for that there so and part of that requirement is switching over from fuel taxes which so by the way washington state has one of the highest fuel taxes in the country uh california's are higher um so yeah so yeah and and i've noticed our fuel um i've noticed our fuel taxes have got have, have you know our fuel has gone up quite a bit uh in the last uh you know, what do you call it? Uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I just, I hate, yeah, I hate the hit back there. Fuel has gone up, but like a dollar a gallon, you know, since, since the, uh, since the president has, uh, or since the president has changed. Right. So, um, it's, uh, it is definitely, a, it's definitely a problem. And I'm trying to find my, I'm trying to find my thanks Obama clip, which I don't, there we go. Thanks Obama. Thanks yeah, Obama. So, 
<laughs> yeah. So it's trying to find my, yeah, I have to switch out. That's the problem with the roadcaster soundboard is you only, you can, they only have eight buttons. And so you have to switch between eight pages and I'm trying to find the, things oh, yeah. the clip. So, um, then uh, going back to the, like, Oh, are we overdue for an ice age thing? I, I, I've historians, uh, have pointed this out more than climate scientists, obviously, but Randall uh, Carlson points out too, that like global cooling throughout history is when there's a lot of dead people and a lot of, um, like the dark, that was when the dark ages were. And then when the medieval warm period happened, that's when you saw like all these amazing cathedrals and the Renaissance happened and all people had like, there was plentiful resources. So like it's anti-human to, uh, to not like global warming is, is like a pro human thing to up to a point. And like global cooling is a huge problem. And that's when th- things go really bad historically. Yeah. I think, well, I, I think we have to accept the fact that in, in general, right. That there, that there's a cycle to everything, right. Is that, 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 uh, you know, life and life and death itself is a cycle. And, right. you know, when something, you know, when something dies, right. Cause, cause let's face it, we're all going to die. Um, and, and, you know, and even, and even, and even Obama, you know, has, has warned us of that. You, you, know, you might die. Right. <laughs> um, you know, we're all going to die at some point. And I think it's, I think where we, uh, you know, we, and so, when things die, the things that are living can, you know, that that's actually, that's actually nourishment for the things that are, you know, that are, that are still living. Right. So there's that. So, you know, when, you know, and, and, you know, and even for the environmentalists out there that, that, that say, you know, meat is murder or whatever, right. Guess what? In order to eat those plants that you think that, you, you know, you're killing, first of all, you're killing a plant and why, and, and why is that any different? Why is killing a plant any different than killing an animal in that regard? Right. Cause they're, they're both sentient beings to an extent. I mean, we just don't understand now plants are necessarily sentient, but plants know what's going on. Um, plants defend themselves. They just can't move for the most part, but they're, they're still there, right? It's so, and some um, of them are carnivores. Yeah, exactly, right? And there, there are, car- there are carnivor- carnivorous plants. So I think there – I think s- – you know, saying that, uh, you know, that, that, that yeah, but, and, and, you know, by the way, like in the harvesting of plants, a lot of animals die. I don't know if you know this or not, right? But mm-hmm. um, so, you know, personally, I'd rather eat the animals because I, you probably you probably eat fewer of them and, uh, you know, and, and, and they're much more nutrient dense. But uh, anyway, that well, wasn't, you, I wasn't. Tr- you can eat the animals. You can fuck the if animals. I, if I had a fucking animal. That, uh, yeah. Okay. If I had a fucking chick that was dressed up as an animal, he didn't even ask me if I had to fuck them, but. Obviously, I'm gonna fuck him. Obviously, um, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, dude. <laughs> that was uh, that was my buddy drunk talking to Nick the Rat. Nick the Rat was like, if you had to dress, if you had, which he didn't even. Anyway, it's that's a whole other conversation. BCI. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Well, anything involving Nick the Rat is a is a rat hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There's there is that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I will bend that I, fucking rat over. Jared O'Neill, <laughs> dude, you got you got clips out the ass. Yeah. Um, no, I, okay, so I the, before I forget that Leonard Nimoy clip you're asking for, found it yeah. on the uh, found it on Bingit.io. There you go. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. Thick cold gripped the Midwest for weeks on end. Great blizzards paralyzed cities of the Northeast. 
One desperate night in Buffalo, eight people froze to death in marooned cars. Pat Bushnell was on the road that night. Traffic just absolutely stopped. I was afraid of being stuck in the car all night long with the uh, cold and the wind running out of gas. And then what? I think that if we had to go through a real bad winter, just like we just went through, I think we'd have to think about moving someplace else. Move where? The brutal Buffalo winter might become common all over the United States. Climate experts believe the next ice age is on its way. According to recent evidence, it could come sooner than anyone had expected. What are we supposed to do? At weather stations in the far north, temperatures have been dropping for 30 years. Ridiculous! Seacoasts, long free of summer ice, are now blocked year-round. According to some climatologists, within a lifetime, we might be living in the next ice age. Just enjoy yourselves. You are going to love it. This is the real world right here. This is not fantasy land. And I risk my life doing this. This isn't breadcrumbs and horse shit. You, you might die. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking in his foot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's that's, a, that's another one. Yeah, it's you know I yeah. It's I, uh, just funny though. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it's, now I, now I forgot what I was going to say, but it, but I think the uh, <laughs> I blew it. The, yeah, we all blew it. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Uh, no I was going to say I my I, balls. <laughs> I forgot. I uh, you you when we did that post show uh. When you blew up my power transformer, whoever did. Yeah, um, uh, no, well, yeah, my uh, my handlers may or may not have done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, you brought up network, and oh yeah, exactly. And I was like, man, I have to. You brought up like everybody needs to go full Howard Beale and just say they're mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. Um, and so I was like, man, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I went back, I bought it and watched it. That movie holds up as just a timeless masterpiece. That's oh, it does. more relevant yeah, it's, today it, than ever. Yeah, and it was, you know, and it was done, what, 76 or something? Yep, 1976. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, the ironic thing is that they they ultimately get to Howard Beale, right? So, you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. um, so, you know, that, that mad as hell speech is probably about halfway through the movie. And then, you know, and then he, you know, he becomes a you know, have meddled sensation. with the primal forces of nature, Mr. Beale. Yeah, exactly. And then he convinces, he gives such a powerful speech that he convinces Howard Beale, like, there is no America, no Russia, no China, no Iran. There is IBM and DuPont. And he, he, he convinces Howard to, like, preach that message. It's oh, like, yeah. why, why well, me? It's, it's, because you're on television, dummy. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, because you could actually uh, convince people of that. Yeah, and so it's, you know. And then but, but, but again, it's that same one world government that. thing. You know that they've you oh, know yeah. kumbaya like you know they've been talking about this forever, right? It's like okay, we need a common enemy, and we need to unite, and you know it's like a fake alien invasion, fake alien invasion. Well, you know, and, and you know, or fake virus as the case may be, right? Or a virus that you know pretending the virus is much more dangerous than it actually is. Yep. Yeah, so, but the, so they, it, Howard's Beazle's ratings get real bad after he starts telling everybody that like the age of humanity is over, and you know, his. I love that they shoot him. They like the network because they they can't get him off the air because the uh, that rich dude that owns it wants to keep him on, but it's yeah, killing exactly. their ratings. So they 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 have people shoot him, 
And then, uh, like, the last, the closing line, the narrator just says, This was the story of Howard Beale, the first man in history to be killed because he had lousy ratings. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, ratings do matter at some point, right? Right. Well especially, well, especially in a, in a, in a, in a, in a world where the media is controlled by the, you know, by, uh, you know, by a few gatekeepers, I'd say, you know, now it's, I'm sure people, I'm sure people have other, you know, people have really died because of lousy ratings or have been killed or, or have been, uh, um, you know, I don't know, shuffled off the, the mortal coral or whatever, but by, by, because of lousy ratings, but you know, now the media is, um, democratized. I mean, you and I are sitting here just shooting the shit over a microphone and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Or you know, clean feed, whatever. It's you know, the, in the words of uh, cold acid. Thank you know? God for the internet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Gaze, but yeah. Well, potato. Is, potato. is there a difference? Right. Yeah, At this yeah. point, what difference does it make? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I got. Uh, I I do have. I think two more. Yeah, two more clips of the uh, outer limits climate change episode. So we last left off. The senator is. Uh, where? Well, where did we leave off? Let's Look see. at all the element in our air. Oh yeah, so they they found out that the the environmental fuel additive is actually poisoning everything with methane. methane. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so yeah, the, this is I think yeah. Right after that, they walk into this back room and there's this giant like f- vertical fish tank with a uh, scaly looking humanoid um, in it, like slimy scaly humanoid with really long fingers. Um, And they're looking at that, and then this guy walks in. One of the senators. Who's there? Friends. Senator. Thank goodness you're alive. What are you doing here? Trying to find some answers, Dave. Maybe you can help us. Why didn't you call me? Washington's got the search dogs out for you. Who's this? What's the mission, Dave? to destroy the atmosphere. What? What are you talking about? Isn't that what you kept asking me? About the mission to mandate BE-85? To poison the air with methane? Senator, you've been under a lot of strain. What's this thing, Dave? What's in there? Don't you recognize him? That's your replacement. (laughs) So the thing turns around in the tank and it's got the senator's face on it on this alien body they're slowly transforming an alien into like the (laughs) to replace the senator oh good lord (laughs) are you telling me that that thing is alive come on Richard you know it's one of us don't you understand? You're betraying your own kind. What kind? What am I? You were transformed in a tank like this one. So was I. And all the others that have come to resettle this planet. There are many of us here. Like yourself. In powerful positions. Well, now there's going to be one less. <laughs> no! So then, so then they take the the senator and the, and that doctor who is human take the uh, the dude at gunpoint 
into the uh, yeah. into the conference room. <laughs> this is the last clip. Here. Is that what I think it is? Yes. You remember? What? What is it? It's home. It's a globe of his planet and your planet, Richard. It's called Torsha. It's not my planet. Accept it, Richard. Accept who you are. What you say is true. Why are we poisoning this planet? <sighs> to terraform it for our own kind. Ding, 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 ding. To make the air breathable for us. But I can breathe it just fine. So can you. Not without the supplement. That'll take another 60 years. The syndrome you're suffering from can be corrected. What is this syndrome you're talking about? Xoric syndrome. You have human brain lobes implanted in your head, pushing your natural lobes up front, making them vulnerable to head trauma. It's the only flaw in our technology. But I remember growing up in Idaho. Not some strange planet. You and your mother we settled in Idaho when you were a child. Your memory of your life before that. So his mother is an alien. Of course. And everything connected to it was in your frontal lobes. Let us take you home. It can be repaired. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? Well, they tried to use the media against me. It's time I straighten things out. Oh, you can't call the press. How do, how do you know who to trust? The one who's the biggest pain in the ass. Uh, Kyle Haller, please tell him Senator Richard Adams is calling. Haller never cut the BE-85 plan any slack at all. He can't be one of them. Are you willing to risk your life on that? Yeah, and yours too. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? So he, he, uh, he ends up getting in a taxi cab. Um, to go public with all this information, and he, he even though he is an alien, he betrays the. Uh, he doesn't the have aliens, any memories yeah. of it. Yeah, he betrays the aliens, and uh, he gets in this. Since I've already spoiled this whole episode, I might as well spoil the last ten seconds of it. Um, he gets in the in the cab and uh, headed there, and then the cab driver turns around and smiles at him and locks the cab doors and drives him off to go kill him. <laughs> the cab driver was well, well, duh. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> There's yeah, they, and man, I'll put the, uh, they have a playlist. You need a VPN to watch a lot of them. Cause, uh, for copyright, they're unavailable in United States. Well, but man, they have the know, whole series. But every, on YouTube. every self-respecting dude named Ben has a, has a VPN that puts him in a different country. Of course. Right. Yeah. So, so that I'll put that in the show notes and some of them you don't, you, you can watch, uh, I think that episode and a handful of other ones you can watch, um, without, uh, but yeah, anyway, so they're all on YouTube. I'll put that in the show notes. There's some good, some good outer limits episodes, man. I couldn't believe some of the stuff like I, <laughs> I was seeing on there. And that last, and that last one about the climate change, uh, reptile people trying to use climate change to terraform earth is uh, a great documentary. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just happening a little bit differently than you know the you know than than the than the story says, but the but the you know the, the great facts are probably true, right? It's that yeah, there's there's probably some terraforming going on to uh, uh, to change the planet to make it more habitable or habit hab, yeah habitable to uh, somebody else, right? That's not us, uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, we're all gonna die. So, uh, <laughs> you know. 
uh, you know, I'm sure if we, you know, of course, I, you know, I've heard versions of that. It's like, oh yeah, we poisoned our own planet. It's like even, you know, even the story of Superman. It's like, well, your planet died. You know, of course, they didn't try to terraform Earth or anything like that. But that was a whole. But uh, oh, Superman's you know, planet. Yeah, they yeah, send him off. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because they've all yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're, they're, but there's versions of that where it's like, okay, we destroyed our own planet, so let's go destroy somebody else's planet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that is sounds, like a, a classic tale. Um, but yeah, there, yeah. I, I I liked the angle of the uh, the environmental movement is <laughs> is an alien plan to terraform. Um, now well, I think it might it, be a little it, it, bit more interdimensional it. than physical three D aliens in real life, but oh, whatever yeah. Bill well, Gates okay. or Cold Acid, I mean, whatever he's dialed into. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, some weird so shit. actually, have, have, cause, so if you, so if you remember watching Fringe, this is probably 10 years ago. I fucking I think, love that show. Oh yeah. I, and I just thought of this the other day, right? Cause I haven't, cause it, it's probably one of the few shows I've watched. I think I've watched all the episodes of French and I, you know, so that, so um, I have a, so, and, and I'm, and I'm thinking about it now going, okay, there's a lot of stuff in this, in that show that I, and I don't remember, I'd probably have to rewatch it because I mean, I don't watch a lot of TV anymore anyway, but, but yeah, that'd probably be something I would rewatch just because, uh, you know, I'd I recommend have much it, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, there's, yeah, it's because of the interdimensionality stuff, you know, the, you know, the, the aliens, the, you know, the, 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 the alternate and, and Folivia and, you know, and all the other, you know, all yeah, the other they, crap that, that. And yeah. the, the, uh, they, they, there was some, some pretty accurate stuff as far as, uh, well, it's without spoiling too much, um, shot experimentation on children with psychedelics and psychic children, um, kind of like Stranger Things did. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's there. There's a lot. It, you know, it's funny because a lot of these stories that we, you know, they they, they keep it, it's it ends up being the same thing. It's probably probably why I don't watch too much. If it's like oh, I've seen that before, right? It's the, right. Same, it's the same trope. It's the same whatever. It's like okay, they they might remix it a little bit or add a different spin on it, but it's still the same basic story. Like okay, yeah. So yeah, I loved and, even in the yeah, first the, episode of Fringe, they're doing the LSD in the isolation tanks and interdimensional yeah, exactly. travel, and yeah, that shit's that shit's real. And then uh, season five was so good. Oh yeah, the, well yeah, and it, I mean, the, I think that part of I think why they finished the series kind of the way they did did is so they literally they got to a hundred episodes. Now, if you if you know anything about how television syndication works, you need to get to about a hundred episodes before you can syndicate a TV show. And so I think they, you know, even though that the ratings weren't that great on it, it still had a pretty decent following. And so they fin they kind of they said, okay, well we'll actually uh, we'll we'll get to a hundred episodes so we can syndicate it. And that's season five was I think the you know I think was a fairly short season, but they. You you know, well, that was when all the what, are, what the observers, yeah, the observers, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but Man, yeah, also, but also, so yeah, but also, like, remember the opening titles? They put, you know, they put, uh, they'd have different words in there, whatever, for the, you know, the part <laughs> of the opening sequence. Yeah, and, yeah. In season five, it was all things like free thought, you know, whatever, you know, things that are, you know, think, you know, the, uh, you know, the observers are here, or whatever, anti you know, tyranny. Kind of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Do you remember that all, episode where? It's in season five where it's just like the world has gone to shit. The observers have invaded and Walter's like fi he finds a CD in his car, like trip mix five or whatever and puts it in. Yeah, I think I, I think I remember that. Yeah. And he's looking at this little dandelion coming out of like this just charred city. <laughs> he sees the dandelion yeah. and it plays a uh, Yazoo only you. And that was the first time I'd heard that song. and I've loved that song ever since just because of that episode. But the yeah, my, that's, the all time that's... my all time favorite episode is where Walter's tripping and he goes into a Monty Python cartoon to figure something out. You remember that? 
Oh jeez, I, I think I forgot about that. But that was so he, cool when that happened. He's he's just tripping dick on on acid, and he eventually it's something black umbrella or some code word or something, and he uh, he it's literally a Terry Gilliam Monty Python cartoon he goes into. It's so so good. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But yeah. not but not but also the kind of thing that yeah you know, that they did in that show. I mean they had they had such a fun time with that show. It's um you know and it, and yeah I do I think I got to go back and watch that show at some point because that is uh, that is the kind of thing that. Uh, um, yeah, that you definitely, that, uh, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of science fiction's turning into science fact and it's, uh, becoming kind of scary. Um, and, yeah. you know, there's, and yeah, and I think, and, and actually it's, it, it, and it's funny, we start, you know, we start getting, you know, we get into some of these, um, some of these, some of these topics, right. And, and I almost kind of, um, it's almost kind of like my view on religion in a sense, right? There are, you know, there's a lot of religions out there, you know, there's, there's different sects of Christianity. There's, you know, there's Buddhism and whatever. And I, and what I've observed about all of them is that there are certain truths that seem to hold true in all of them. Mm-hmm. There's slightly different explanations. And, you know, you might call the, you might call the, um, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the great God in the sky by a different name, right. Or you might, you might use different terms to, to identify that, 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 that being or whatever. Um, but a lot of the same concepts and same, you know, same things applied. It's just, and there's, there, I think there's a universal truth there somewhere. And by the way, and same thing with the conspiracy theories, quote unquote, that there's probably some universal truth to all of these things. It's just not, you know, it's just maybe not clear what it is. Right. And it's part of what we, you know, what we have to try and figure out as, uh, as humans is, okay, what is the, you know, what is it, right? What is the thing that's actually happening? And, and, you know, how should we be and that kind of thing? It's, it's been, that's been the journey I've been on, you know, the, the, you know, it, it's, uh, um, and as, as I, as I start, as I, as I go through the world and see, what you know again is i start learning more about you know what's going on out there it's like hmm, a lot of this you know i'm hearing the same thing over and over again we might just differ on the details but the but you know the, it's it's hard to lie about the great facts and that's yeah that's i was talking to god the other day and i said gotta have more fun yeah, exactly. Which, but, but I think so. I think, and, and this is this is a concept. We, you know, we talk about the great facts, right? The great facts are the things that are. You basically can't, there's no way to lie about them, or there's no way to obscure the the great facts, right? It's like okay, when you know when a you know, like when a comet hits a hits a place or something. I don't think you can deny that. There's no way to deny that that happened, right? I mean, there, there's certain there's big things like that, but the details around it, right? That's a whole different. You know, that's where all the people get all focused on the you know on the details. And so when you when you start talking about, um, yeah, the, you know the the you talk you it's hard to lie about the great facts themselves, and that's actually what you want to try to take away from any sort of story is okay. What is the great? What are the great facts? And and the rest is just you know stuff that people bicker over and details. And the details may not be that important to the you know in the grand scheme of things, and maybe. They are, but um, but that's where people, you know, that's where all the lies happen is in the details, not in the, the, yeah. the great facts themselves, right? It's like, okay, well, um, you know, we'll take the last election, right? It's it's clear that you know, it, you know, just based on what happened, and you know, so you know, Biden, quote unquote, won the election, right? Well, why did that happen? That's a that's a debate, you know, that's a whole debate, right? It's like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, unfortunately, yeah, that's it's, it, but again, there, so I, yeah, try to find the great facts in the stories, and then the rest is, yeah, the rest, the rest uh, is is all, you know, it's in, which is which is what the mainstream media does, right? It's that they they, uh, I they found a, the, they, go ahead. I found a great uh, truth once to come out. I, I used it on this show, an episode a while back, like right after the election with Ping Trip. I forgot to send it into No Agenda while it was still relevant, but Fox News was going after Bill Barr for uh, kind of hinting at an investigation into election fraud. And they said, uh, despite widespread evidence, 
Bill Barr is going to investigate it. And they meant to, they, they, what they meant to say was lack of any evidence, but they said despite widespread evidence. I thought that was hilarious. I think it well, was yeah, and that's, and, yeah, and I think that is the funny thing is that, yeah, the, is, is, yeah, we probably hear it a lot more now, especially, you know, the, I, and it's funny, even in podcasts that I listen to that, you know, and, I'm, and I've listened to some, I listen to a few mainstream podcasts and I listen, you know, I'm, 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 I'm I, uh, you know, I pay attention to health stuff, right? That's been, cause that's been the journey I've been on the last few years. And, and yeah, that, that, that could be a whole other show topic right there. But, um, but I've been, you know, talking about the virus and the vaccine, right. And getting those things mixed up. <laughs> I can't I mean, wait I've for that super it. cut. Yeah. I, and I've heard it in, you know, and I mean, so I was listening to Peter Atia, you know, I don't know. And I did a podcast about this myself, right. That, uh, you know, he, he would, you know, he, even in the same, like four or five minutes, he fucked it up like twice. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know, and, I, and, you know, and I know and Peter Atia is, you know, I mean, he's, and he, I think he's, I, I think he's fairly level headed or whatever, but it's, but they've, they made that mistake and it, and it happens, you know, and I've also heard, I've heard it in other contexts as well. Right. It's, there's, it's, yeah, I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, but it, you know, so there's a, you know, the virus, you know, is it a virus? Is it a vaccine? I don't know. Right. But there's, there's definitely some strange things that happen with the, uh, with all this stuff. And yeah, I think it's a, um, yeah, but uh, that's, but I think that's, it, it's funny that all the, that all the problems, all the problems that we're quote unquote having with COVID-19 aside from all the, you know, the, the government overreaction, it's unfortunately it comes down to our bad health. I think and, and, and overall bad health, not just, to, uh, you know, it's, it's just that this virus makes it worse, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's just another, you know, so yeah, it's funny. I've been kind of watching the, um, you know, because I've been because in the because la- obviously in the last year I've I've I went from not travel or went from traveling like all the time to uh, I haven't been anywhere in, in I haven't been anywhere since February last year right so it's 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 weird that's the longest I've been home in twenty five years and and so it's but in it, and I see a lot of people on Zoom and I kind of go okay you gained twenty pounds you gained twenty pounds you didn't lose any or you lost some weight you know there's a, so it's 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 kind of funny because people went one of two ways they either went you know, hard, in, they went hard in or they let themselves go. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to me, it just seemed like as I, as, you know, as I started doing that research, I went, you know, I said, okay, well, uh, I don't know how, I don't know what's going on here, but I do know that if I'm going to, if I'm healthy, I'm going to probably, I'm probably in better shape than if I, you know, if I let myself go. So I actually doubled down on it as opposed to saying, oh, screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever the heck I want. I'm going to, I'm going to double down and yeah. So that's what I did. Um, and that's a, but I think that's a, you know, that, that's, I think the ultimate, you know, the ultimate protection against all this crap is uh, making sure yourself is a, is a, is a good shape. Right. Um, and, you know, taking care of yourself. Can I give you a cookie? Because, yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. a cookie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I well, had a random the, thought. The, yeah, where's the Oreos or addictive as cocaine clip? That's the, that's actually, <laughs> by the way, that's actually not a, that's not a joke. And that is actually something I have to avoid specifically because yeah. Anyway, I, you know, I've never enjoyed Oreos all that much. Even when I was a oh. kid, I'm not a big sweet tooth guy, honestly, though. I like salty. I like, uh, like yeah. chips. Well, like salt, jalapeno, is salt is not bad chips. for you. Right. It's the, it's it's kind of that what what actually gets so what what gets you is it's usually salt with something else right and it's actually that so like I you know I probably salt my food now more than I did before right it's because it's um pro- probably also because I'm eating less often too right so I'm it's, so for me it's it's but I and I'm also going out and like you know like before we get we got on I ran what almost seven miles and so yeah that's going to be you know 
my my electrolytes are a little uh depleted right and you know and and yeah i don't drink brondo because that's full of sugar but uh, <laughs> uh but salt does you know does 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 help right and because there's lots of there's lots of things like that that you know so that's that's a so yeah salt salt is not nearly as bad but it's you know it's it's the it's the fat and the sugar together that's just the horrible thing right so um and yeah, that and that's unfortunately that's what like potato chips are because you've got and also sometimes they're fried in oils that you probably shouldn't eat either. But that's a whole different discussion. So that you got yeah. So the so the issue with the potato chips isn't the salt; it's the it's the uh, the fat and the sugar that the potato turns into that's potentially problematic. Yeah, I I've I've always had like a super high metabolism, so I've, I'm sure in the next. 10 years, I'll probably have to start watching my weight, but I generally pretty healthy overall. Yeah. I'll it's have fast food once a week though, which ain't good. Yeah. yeah. It's, Sometimes it's, I want that it, chicken biscuit from Hardee's, but. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and for those of us on the West coast, that's Carl's jr. Yeah. yeah where's, okay. Where's the, where's the um, idiocracy clip? Carl's I'd, jr. Fuck you. I'm eating. Uh, I, I should have been on the ready for that one. Here we go. Yeah. Carl's jr. Fuck you. I'm eating. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, you, you, you probably get a massive soundboard. Shit. What do I look like? A pants goblin? Um. So I had this thought last night uh, when I was think when I was thinking about that. You know, the Outer Limits episode where the aliens are using climate change hysteria to terraform the planet. What if the MR? This is <laughs> this is totally out there. This is probably the wildest thing I've ever said on this show. So buckle up. What if the mRNA injections are terraforming your body for interdimensional, like demonic possession? That's a that's an angle I hadn't considered before. I gotta <laughs> I gotta admit that you know, and maybe it is right. Is that that there is because your we don't DNA, know exactly your soul this... is attached to the, your DNA in some way. I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. I mean, I think that I I gotta think that these. <laughs> that these vaccines are, you know, I mean, there's, there's something about them, right? I mean, they're, they're in that they're pushing them like really hard, like, okay, what's the, you know, cause I mean, that was a, another thing I, I found out yesterday that, yeah, our, our state, which is, uh, um, you know, a blue state and has a governor anyway, I, I, but, uh, he, he, uh, they, they're doing the vaccine lottery thing here apparently in Washington state. So, yeah. um, you know, and uh, I don't. Yeah, I was like kind of looking over, kind of looking it over. I'm just like, okay, well, yeah, all right. I guess, I guess, I might win something for getting, for, for you know, I, I might win something for getting a, for getting this jab. But uh, you know, you know, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that it doesn't it doesn't end up in, uh, you know, we all are going to die, right? I mean, we're yeah, of course we're all going to die. But it's but I want to, you know, I'd rather uh, I, I'd rather die when I'm 95 and you know finished with a run or something like that rather than <laughs> oh know, man, I don't want dying 95 in a bed because I got long. some random. I can't. I well, whatever. You know, I'm just, gonna be tired by yeah. then. Well, whatever, whatever the age is, right? I mean, because I was looking, because I was looking the looking this up the other day. Like, so you you know who Jack Lalanne is, right? Or you've heard of him. Um, so he's he's this he's this guy that was just known for being this fitness like just you know he was he was doing. Um, Wait, is that the guy that Bill Hicks has the joke about? I maybe I don't know, but but it's okay. Jack yeah. Lalanne was this was this buff dude that um he he got on television in probably the 50s and was doing fitness stuff he was originally something in like the san francisco bay area then it became like a nationwide thing it was you know it's kind of on tv in the 80s you uh you might be a little young to have seen it i 
I probably could have seen it, but I don't think I did. But I, but you know, he, he was in the zeitgeist at some point. But this guy lived until he. So at some point, he started. You know, he discovered you know physical fitness and working out and that kind of thing. And was the dude even even when he he died uh, some years ago at the age of ninety five, and the dude was buff and working out every day and you know and it was just you know so he's a um it, yeah he's kind of the kind of the godfather of the of um you know of um you know physical fitness as far as you know this you know kind of the modern physical fitness movement and and yeah he just um you know but yeah i think the day he you know either the day before he died or the day he died or whatever he was still working out like you know like two hours a day kind of thing, you know, doing different kinds of things. And, the, you know, it, you know, he's always, and he, I, I could argue with some of his dietary advice, but for the most part, it's like, don't eat crap. And that's, you know, cause he was also, he also was on about like, yeah, you need to eat properly. Right. It's not, it's not just about, you know, yeah, you need to work, you need to exercise and, and work out and that kind of thing. And it's, and, you know, and, you know, we can, we can argue about the specifics of it, but I, but all of those things matter. Right. It's, it's like, yeah, you, you know, the, you, you know, food is fuel. And if you're, you know, it's like, it's like your car, right? If you put the wrong fuel in your car, your car's not going to run. Right. And mm, body's yeah. the same way. Right. It's now it's a little more complex than a thermodynamics equation. So it's not calorie. It's not even calories in calories out, but it's all, but it's like, yeah, you, 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 you feed yourself the you, you, you feed your body the right nourishment. You're going to get, you know, much better results. Right. And that's, yeah. You know, so I have a, I, uh, I have a counterpoint yeah. from okay. Bill Hicks. It was Jim fix was the guy I was thinking of different guy. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be the right clip, but I might have to scoop around. Okay. It's an insane world, and I'm proud to be part of it. I do smoke. If this bothers anybody, I recommend you looking around the world in which we live and shut in your fucking mouth. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> How many... Quickly, how many non-smokers are here tonight? Non-smokers. By round of applause. Let's hear non-smokers. Good. <laughs> this, I, I'm hoping this is the right one. I must skip ahead a little bit. He talks about okay. Yule Britter versus Jim Fix. The Technology to help you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Let be the first to... Pop that fucking bubble and send you hurtling back to reality, you're dead too. And you know what doctors say? Shit, if only you'd smoked, we'd have the technology to help you. Two <laughs> <laughs> people dying from nothing that are screwed. <laughs> I got all sorts of neat shit waiting for me. Oxygen lung, tent. It's like going to sharper image when I die. <laughs> Yeah, people say the stupidest things too. Hey, quit smoking, you get your sense of smell back. I live in New York City, I don't want my sense of smell. <laughs> I'm hoping I can find you this. You could have done that with anybody, man. Here we go, here we Fox, go. Fox, this guy's shallow. There we go, okay. Yeah. Fix it in post. That's right. Anyone remember this? This is pretty weird. Anyone remember when Yule Brenner died and came out with that commercial after he was dead? You remember that? I'm Yule Brenner, and I'm dead now. <laughs> Fuck's this guy, Shallon. <laughs> I'm Yule Brenner, and I'm dead now, because I smoke cigarettes. Pretty scary, but they could have done that with anybody, man. 
Guy in the States, this guy Jim Fix, was a health nut, runner, jogger, wrote books about jogging, had a heart attack while jogging, and died. <laughs> they should have done that commercial with that guy. <laughs> I'm Jim Fix, and I'm dead now. And I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I fucking love Bill Hicks. Yeah, well, that's, you know, I think I, rem I remember hearing about Jim Fix, you know, just kind of reading stuff. And it's, and it's you know, I think we all, there are different theories about what you need to do to be healthy and not healthy and, and so on. And, well, smoking you know, cigarettes is not healthy, but I smoke cigarettes, so I like that bit even more. Well, yeah, and I think, and, and I think, I think we know that smoking cigarettes is probably not the healthiest thing in the world. Right? That, <laughs> yeah. that, I, I mean, get the organic the, the, ones though, so it's good for me. Yeah, it's well, it's better, right? It's, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, not to say that I haven't smoked because I have, but not. I mean, I was, I, I've never been like a, you know, um, more than smoking like one or two cigarettes a day, right? That's as much as I was able, I, I was ever able to tolerate, and even then, it's you know, so yeah, it's every now and again I will say actually. So a few weeks ago, we had a, we had a. Uh, a party at the at the house for my wife who just turned 50 and and you know the the guys had come over and brought pipes and cigars uh so yeah i had a pipe and the first time i've ever done that before and it was you know it's like okay that was you know i i, I, sm I smoked the pipe that was enough right i don't need you know more you know don't need any more tobacco thank you very much but um yeah i smoked a cuban it, cigar like a legit cuban not too long ago and that thing was oh, hard to get through i mean it was oh, like yeah. halfway through and i was like this is a lot <laughs> Oh yeah, now I think that's a yeah. So there's there's a and there's a you know I'm not doing that in my house, right? Because I mean my dad was a two pack a day smoker for you know, and actually and yeah, what killed him was brain cancer. Yeah, so, um, but uh, that's what know, got Bill Hicks I mean, too. He, yeah, it's all you know he had lung cancer. I mean he had you know by the time he went to the doctor that was like yeah you're you're screwed you know, uh so that he, he I mean he had lung cancer and stuff too, but that was a whole yeah that was um. Yeah, that was almost 11 years ago now. So, um, but that's a, but anyway, his, uh, but that's a, I, I think there's a, there, again, that, that's one of those things that's like when you start talking about like hazard ratios and that kind of thing, right? It's so, you know, they're saying that these different, you know, some of the different dietary patterns, it's like, okay, so you, your risk goes up by, you know, you know, up by, by 30%. By the way, that's a relative risk, right? In terms, so it's, so it's, you might have a risk of like 1% of something, um, you know, if it increases it by 25%, okay, well now your absolute, your absolute risk is like 1.25%, right? So yeah. you're not really, you know, that's a, you know, that you, they play those games all the time, but with relative and absolute risks. And so, you know, where with smoking, it's something like, you know, 10 to hundred times, right. Uh, you know, more likely of something, right. So now, you know, so if you get, you know, your, your risk of cancer goes up by, by tenfold, right. That's a pretty clear indication that you probably shouldn't smoke. Right. If you're, if you're concerned about that now that of course there are people that live till they're 95 and, you know, I mean, you know, look at George Burns, right. George Burns used to smoke a cigar a day or whatever it was. Keith and, Richards. And, yeah, Dude, John yeah, Cougar exactly. Mellencamp, four packs a day or something. Yeah. I mean, it was so, insane, and he's still kicking, isn't he? Or maybe he just died. Yeah, something, something like that. Well, he may have, I don't know, but and that's and that's the, that's the thing, right? It's so there are with it, it's it's many it's a many factorial thing, right? It's like okay, if you have a cigarette every now and again, it's probably not going to kill you. It's like you know, it's like if you also have a candy bar every now and again, it's probably right. not going to kill you, but. Um, having that all the times, maybe not so great. And you might have some other genetic risk factors or you start sort of stacking all of these things. Right. So if you're smoking and you're eating like crap and whatever, it's like you're, you are you're working um, at like a, a chemical plant and not taking the proper precautions. 
Exactly. Right. So um, I, I think it, so it's it's it is about it's just sort of stacking all of these, you know, sort of, you know, every, you know, that's another thing that comes up in the, you know, when like when people say meat is, you know, not so great for you. Well, I thought you said people meat is for tend, a second. Yeah. Well, meat. Well, meat may not be good for you either for a different <laughs> reason. But <laughs> now we love meat. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, but my no. But meat is. Um, you know, the, the people say meat is bad for you. Well, yeah. They, again, they, they call it healthy user bias. I think is the, the is the term. It's like so the people that tend to maybe not eat as much meat tend to do a lot of other healthy things, right? And you know, or thing or things that are you know known to be better for you. You know, as, whereas people maybe who eat who eat meat more tend to do some things that are unhealthy, right? But that's not always the case but there's there's a bias that's sort of built into that so it's you know you're saying that the issue is we did x right or it's it's, it's only meat that's causing the problem it's probably the the 20 other it's probably the smoking that you're doing it's probably the fact that you don't exercise and yeah and, and what kind by of the way that you're eating that meat with a, bullshit meat or yeah. is this meat that's been you know gra like grass-fed humanely raised and a well, healthy that, that, by the way that they're, they're throwing all that together right that's the, mm -hmm. that's the other part of it right it's is they tend to throw it all together and it's like okay they're making meat look bad it's like okay yeah there's a there's a definite difference between meat that's humanely raised and and you know eating its natural diet versus something that's been that's spent you know at least some of its life in a confined feeding operation which i by the way i agree those things are evil and should be should be banned and outlawed and that kind of thing or at least you know they're scaled back substantially right it's it's like yeah, yeah you know I mean, if you're you know just i think we all have to realize that yeah every again everything dies uh, you know, so that you can subsist. Right. And so, you know, as long as you're respectful of that life, uh, uh, you know, I think that's, that's where it goes. And we, we should all be, you know, that a lot of the food is, yeah, part of it's unhealthy because yeah, we've been, we, you know, we've been, uh, you know, raping the soil and pulling, you know, not, you know, we've been using chemical fertilizers to fertilize it, not using the way thing, doing things the way that, the, that nature has been working for, you know, for millennia. Right. It's, it's just been, you know, that it's, you know, all of these things sort of work in, um, in concert with one another and, it, you know, and put in all these different, you know, and by the way, you know, peeing and pooping on the earth as part of that process, right? That recycles the nutrients into the ground and makes the ground more fertile and, and, you know, makes for, you know, makes for much more nutrient rich, uh, you know, plants that grow out of it. And, uh, you know, and yeah, maybe we shouldn't be eating strawberries from, uh, you know, from the, from South America, if we don't live in South America, right? It, we should be eating, you know, I mean, I, you know, that's, we should probably be eating a little bit more locally than we are. Right. So that means, you know, eating a, a um, you know, so if you, so if you, there's, you know, I mean, I don't eat a lot of fruit, but, uh, you know, what it, it's, it's coming up summer here in the Pacific Northwest. So I'm sure I'm going to have a, uh, there will be some, there will be some, uh, rainier cherries eaten at some point. There will be some, uh, blackberries eaten that grew in my yard and I've got, I've got a little small patch of strawberries. I'll have some of that. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's the thing, right? We all, you know, we're, we can eat like we are in any part in the, any point in the world now because of the global food environment, but maybe we should uh, not do that, right? Maybe we should eat something more locally and eat more seasonally. So we're not always eating the same crap all the time. And yeah, you know, and it's, and by the way, the animals do the same thing and the animals are healthier. Um, when they're eating the food that they're supposed to eat, not all this, you know, waste product. Cause that's the <laughs> other thing too. It's like, it, you know, Actually, that you, know, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, the, the, the animal, you know, the, these, you know, the, these animals are, are bad. Well, by the way, some of your vegetarian stuff or your, you know, your, your, your vegetation, the waste products of that get eaten by the cattle. <laughs> you know, if you get yeah. rid of cattle, where does that stuff go? You know, 
Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of things that just people don't fully understand it with the, with the food system and, you know, and I think we're, and I think we all just need to get back to nature, right? That's what I, that's what I've been trying to, you know, that's what I've been trying to do. It's like, get, get back to what, you know, way, the way humans are supposed to be. And, you know, by the way, you know, again, smoking is something that humans probably did, but maybe not with all those chemicals in it. So, I mean, if you are going to smoke, you might as well smoke, you know, like, you, you know, you might as well smoke something that, uh, you know, that, that doesn't have all the additives and, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So that, so yeah. Um, is that, is that going to prevent all the risks from smoking? No, but it's probably going to, probably not going to hurt, right. To, to just to be, you know, closer to, um, the way that, uh, the stuff naturally grows. Now, but then there's, there's animals like what toucans are now or flamingos, I think it is. And, uh, the frogs obviously, and the, like the chemicals in, in their food and waters turn them all into gays. Well, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the Alex Jones clip, right? It's yeah. Uh, Surprisingly, that's like one of the only Alex Jones drops I don't have. Yeah, I I, I know. I do have this one. I do have a Christopher Walken one that could work. Oh, by the way, I don't think they like being called fags anymore. I think nowadays they prefer homos. Yeah. So uh, that reminds me, I saw, so I, I saw this on Twitter or something like that. I don't remember, but um, so it used, cause it used to be the, the, the acronym, right? I mean, you know, Adam makes the, you know, and, and Noah Jenna makes the comment about it. it used to like LGBTQQQQ, you know, what some long list of letters, right? Yeah. Um, but um, so, uh, the, no, I think I saw that I saw the acronym LG, LBTQ plus. Okay. Where did the gays go? <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like because 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 they got rid of because the, they got rid of the because the, you know, because it, it's yeah they well the gays are les- too privileged to be included. Well, gays are well gays are white males oftentimes, right? And so you know, of I course a, we got to be. You know, I have a controversial take here. Okay, go for it. Um, and I have throughout the last, I mean, throughout like um, you know, the last five years or so, I've been good friends with trans people, so I'm not like trying to sound transphobic or anti-trans when I say this, but with what we know about the atrazine in the water and there's, you know, four times the amount in our water than what it takes to turn the frogs trans, not technically gay. They, they switch genders. Um, right. If there's the way, which we know there is way more than that in the water supply is that maybe why we see so many trans humans in this country. You know, yeah, we don't talk about like the stuff that go- that goes into our water supply. I mean, we really don't, and that's yeah. actually, uh, you know, because 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 when no matter what we're eating, right? You know, we're, all the you know, all the all the big pharma and stuff, which I'm and I'm not, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of pharma, and I and I'm the more I learn, the more I'm I'm definitely not a fan of pharma. I mean, the uh, shit but, in our plastics that the you yeah, know that the, they put coca-cola in water and plastic that's gender bending plastic chemicals and you got it in the water you got it all over the place yeah exactly so all of the, this mishmash of stuff right because water doesn't uh you know i mean water doesn't get i mean there water does get made i guess and you know but it, it gets recycled right so all of the waste products you know go out of you know eventually go out of your body and i don't think we fully appreciate what 
what is exiting our body and what's what's what we're re-ingesting, right? And and it might be microscopic amounts, but again, we're you know the the more we're consuming of this stuff, right? So it's this it's just big mismatch of chemicals that's happening in our body. And yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it is having an impact. It's also probably um, you know it's it's impacting us in lots of ways, and it wouldn't surprise me that uh, um, yeah that it that it is having uh, that it's having an impact on people in a, in a negative way. So, <laughs> That was um, actually Alex Jones said that right before the gay frogs comment. He's like, "What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby." And I think he's right about that, as well as yeah. a lot of other things in the tap water. Well, and that's and we don't know, right? It's that's that's a you know, it, 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 I mean, it, it sounds like it might be kind of kind of strange, but if you think about it, it's like, yeah, how do you know you're not getting rid of all that stuff that's in the that's in the water that that was art, you know, all the all the pharmaceuticals and, and chemicals and the other stuff that we ingest, it it, it has to go somewhere, right? It, go, it doesn't it doesn't just stay in our body. If it stays in our body, that's even that's even worse. But and you know, it's like with it, it's uh, you know, what was it used to be with with tuna, you know, mercury poisoning, right? used to be yeah. that, that, you know because so i mean it doesn't seem like it's that robert kennedy jr was actually a big instrumental yeah. part of getting that out of the fish they yeah, didn't like I think it when he started to try to get it out of the vaccines though well well yeah because that because that that harms uh business right if you get it out of the vaccines that's where all the big money's made yeah how else right, are we going to so. sell this ritalin and adderall to kids if they don't have adhd and shit well, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, yeah, it's, you know, you could, you could, yeah, I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's a whole another theory. It's like, uh, yeah, they create the problem and the solution for it, right? Yeah, um, it's like uh, what Dvorak was talking about not too long ago on No Agenda about uh, Bill Gates maybe being behind the viruses that he, t- or McAfee, I guess it was, being behind the viruses that he made the antivirus for. Something well, like yeah, well, that's a, yeah, it, I, I, you know, it, and it, that hits a little close to home only because that's because that's part of what I do for my day job is, mm-hmm. is cybersecurity stuff. And I can I can tell you, I mean, there there are there may be people that do that in cybersecurity. I don't know. Um, but is seems but like I know it. we don't do that. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's it's. Yeah. Problem, reaction, solution. It's uh Yeah. It's a good it's, business you know, model. I think there, yeah, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if there are people in that that do that. And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not implicating anybody here, and I'm not saying that, that that it actually does happen. But it uh, it certainly seems plausible, right? Because in order to, I would be shocked um, if it didn't happen. Honestly, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just you just kind of think through it, and it's like, yeah, the, the, you know, the they you know, we talk about you know, white hat and black hat hackers, and and you know, it, what's the difference between them, really, right? It's it's like, well, okay, what's the you know, what do what do you you know, are you are you attacking or defending in a sense, and but you still end up having to, you know, you end up having to deploy a lot of the same techniques, and actually, that that's a you know, that's a and it's funny because like an attacker only has to be right once, whereas a defender has to be right 100 percent of the time. So it's a it, that it's a it's actually harder. I think to be on the defense than it is to be on the offense because you can just throw shit at you know an adversary until they until their defenses uh, don't uh, you know or you know break out or whatever they may, you know they make a mistake or something and then so it's it's a yeah it's a pretty thankless job being in cybersecurity as a you know as a defender if you was even your attacker you get all the you know you can do all the interesting stuff but it's but you know as part of uh, you know as part of that business you're actually uh, there's people that are on the uh, you know the on, that 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 actually do think like an attacker and then we try to figure out how to defend against it right so it's kind of a um and you know and this is also where ai and machine learning all that stuff comes in too right it's 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 like okay how do we how do we find the things that are malicious when it's not obvious because some things is very obvious and other things of course it's you know it's part of a much larger 
you know, much larger game, right? That, 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 so, you know, you, people can be in for, you know, be into an, it, it could take them months to, you know, to, for, to execute an, a successful attack because they, they, they get in, they establish a beachhead and then they, you know, then they, then they, uh, then they move around. Right. Uh, so it's, you know, again, it, you may not necessarily see all the individual, um, entries into the environment, but then you'll see something at some point, you'll see something and, uh, you know, or, or, you know, something will trigger it and then, you know, and then things take off. Right. So it's, a, this is, um, but yeah, how do you know, right? How long something, how many, how long somebody has been in your met- network? You don't necessarily know. Right. That's a, but yeah, I didn't mean to get into that, but that was, but yeah, it's, it's, thank it's, God it's for the internet. Yeah. It keeps me employed. Yeah. It allows <laughs> us to talk. <laughs> yeah. I always love talking to your phone, but we need to do this more often. Um, Phoneboy.com yeah. is uh, the website where people can see your blog and your podcast and all of that. Uh, was yeah, it- there's a few other places to find me too, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, of course on, you know, and you can, you know, I'm on no agenda social. It's about the only social network I'm on on a regular basis these days, but yeah, I'll link you on there. And uh, I guess your Twitter, if you would like, and for sure. Yeah, your I'm, website. I'm also, I'm also phone boy and you know, there, and although I don't post much there and yeah, I'm on Facebook too, kind of the same thing. It's like, I have to be there for work. Uh, so I don't get to delete my account as much as I want to. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, but anyway, all uh, good. Yeah, we've uh, we've uh, we've definitely put the time in today. Did the work. Hell yeah! Speaking of Facebook, I know that we don't exactly have the the strongest reputation on privacy right now. To put it lightly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like Facebook and I don't like the internet. Fletcher <laughs> clip. Yes. Um, well, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for hanging today. And anything else uh, people need to know or find you? that you're doing yeah, you can i i you can find me yeah i I've, I've only had the name phone boy for 25 years so so the the seo on phone boy is pretty good so uh you can find me somewhere hell yeah yeah man i'll tell you what that dang old internet man you just go on there and point and click get in there and talk about www.wcom and you got then that naked chicks on there man you go click 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 it's real easy man <laughs> thanks again phone boy and bye everybody yeah. Bye. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast, and uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague.